You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you I mean, I'll put it this way. The most exercise I got before Peloton was walking up and down the stairs to my office. Okay. Um, you well, know. Like, that's an aerobic workout in L.A. because of all the smog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true. But I don't wear a gas mask or anything like that. So, you know, I still get the smog whether I'm going up and down the stairs or not. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 127. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. Are you rested up yet? No. From I'm, your, I'm the opposite of rested. From your big Lizzo concert? Oh, that concert was fantastic. I guess I kind of proved her wrong. What do you mean? About men are great until they got to be great. See, You I, are the exception. I came through and you was did. like, boom, you're going to Lizzo. You did. So, and thank you for that because that welcome. show was phenomenal. She was really good. Yeah, it's not often you get to see someone like as they're blowing up, right? And, and at the like, because because it was at a club. I mean, right. so we got to see her in a club room, but she's arena size. Like her her whole set is arena ready. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and her stage presence and the show and oh the songs, gosh. everything about it. Like it was, I saw somebody, uh, one of my Facebook friends that was there last night. Apparently, I knew about forty five people at that show, and we saw none of them. Well, we were in the under twenty one okay. section, <laughs> so we had a little elbow room. Yeah, which was great. Like the, that is not a complaint. Yeah, the kids section is the only way I can see over people. And uh, but uh, they compared it to seeing Nirvana. As wow. when smells like Teen Spirit was breaking. I think I think that is true. I think uh, I think that was very magical that we got to see that, and I am so glad. I'm so tired, but it was worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it. So uh, so anyway, we got to do that, and then we're recording early. So if something huge happens to, on Thursday, yes, it's because we're going to a podcast conference, yes, in Atlanta, right. 
And so uh, so we will be traveling tomorrow All right, so we're we're recording on Wednesday Which we usually do on Thursday So we're going to miss all kinds of things I'm sure happening tomorrow So I'm sorry, but well Life happens Yes. <laughs> so undoubtedly tomorrow Peloton will purchase SoulCycle And <laughs> And, come out and, and they will announce a new rower And 15 instructors And they will purchase uh, Interscope Records So they don't have to worry about music licensing And just to add insult to injury A pause button It's going to be a big day Yes. So, uh, And we're and, joking In case that's not clear until, until all that comes to fruition What do you have in store for people? Well there is big news this week That broke prior to uh, We're going to talk about uh, What is going on with Peloton and echelon (laughs) and then there was another purge we had to talk about we're going to pick a square for the clip out challenge week six and uh we we also have to go back and talk about something we touched on last week briefly because there has been an update okay uh to one of our random segues that we got off subject we're gonna go back to that okay uh and then we have tons of instructor news we're gonna touch on several of those things and i'm gonna talk about just King experience week one Allie's first Sunday ride Week one and I think uh, There's some more news coming up With some new content that's going to be uh, Airing soon and Then uh, I think that's it awesome well Before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget We're available on Apple Podcasts uh, Spotify Google Play Store wherever You get your podcasts you can find us while you're There be sure and subscribe it's a great way To make sure you never miss an episode And why would you want to do that you wouldn't You wouldn't so this is our Gift to you and by our gift I mean It's something that all the podcast things do But uh, but sure let's make it our gift Well it's free it's free So um, also uh, I don't know what else am I supposed to plug Oh we have a Facebook page facebook.com Slash the clip out while you're there You can like the page and join The group it's a great way to stay up to date Throughout the week and uh, maybe Have conversations with other clip out Listeners it's like the OPP but A little nicer Way nicer Okay way nicer Yeah Also uh, while you're there You could leave a review For us on the Facebook Uh, We have a new review I would love to hear it This is from Llama GB Well that's great I wonder if that's Their leaderboard name I don't know (laughs) Like are they British Great Britain uh, maybe Do they have llamas in, in the uck? <laughs> I truly do not know I don't know either They say A great way to end the week Love this show A merger of my favorite things Peloton, podcast, and gossip But the true kind So fun listening to Crystal and Tom Look forward to it every week That is a fabulous review Thank you so much yes. for leaving that Thank you very much um, Also don't forget We now have a newsletter If you want to sign up for that You can stay up to date In your mailbox in case you forget to go to the Facebook page Who knows how the yeah. algorithms on the Facebook machine work Things get missed Yeah, Things. so you, you can sign up for that at theclipout.com And if you're so inclined, there's even a donate button there So, there, that is all of that uh, Let's dig in, shall we? Sure It's time for news of the Peloton Peloton is suing Echelon They deserve it The gloves are off Oh, here's... I can't stand Echelon <laughs> So here's what I think that they should do Okay I think this will solve a lot of problems Okay Sue them for $300 million And then just And then just have Echelon Write the check to the music publishers Done and done Boom You're brilliant Tom. I am Peloton legal I am available <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, first of all, I don't think Echelon has $300 million. Fair enough. <laughs> They're like, Echelon's like, we think we can get $300 million. Here's what, here's what we think needs to happen. First off, Peloton, have another really good idea. Well, And then we're going to do that. You know, here's the thing. They already have a mirror knockoff. It's called Reflect. They're not even trying. They're man. not even trying. Yeah. Oh, they make me so mad. And then, and then, okay, okay, let me start at the beginning. Whew, let me calm down. All right, <laughs> I got, got worked up. The official claims are they are accusing Echelon of flooding the market with cheap copycat products while waging a false advertising campaign to undercut Peloton's business. True and true. Peloton claims Echelon is copying its logo, its coloring, its font, and that Echelon's advertisements mislead customers about the true cost of the bikes the echelon lists the price of their bike the smart connect and compares it to peloton's bike so they say their smart bike is 9.99 and then they compare it with peloton's price of 2245 but when you add in the other costs of things that you actually need for echelon's bike it's pretty much the same exact <laughs> price. Um, they also Peloton also accuses Echelon of tr- of lying to consumers about the breadth of Peloton's available workouts and of deflating the number of Peloton instructors while inflating its own offerings. And that is totally true. Yeah. I have read their We've shit online. Talked about this. We have talked about this. I can't remember if we talked about it on an episode, but I remember getting very worked up. Well, because they <laughs> weren't they the ones that had the thing about like you know so many rides were deleted and one of the instructor lost. Every one of their rides and it was like it was like a a famous bike guy that was had like two classes or something I don't know if it was them that did that but what they did is they they they're like we can do yoga and we can do Pilates and we can do boxing and Peloton just offers the bike like that's an example of like their blatant lies I mean they are just Awful (laughs) they I mean there's No one over there that Is is correct about Anything (laughs) So uh, the president Of echelon Lou Lentine even his name he Sounds like even his name's trying to rip off Lululemon it probably is (laughs) Probably got a new he says uh, His quote was that they Would fight peloton in court and he says While we just learned of the lawsuit And therefore cannot comment Substantively we can say That we intend to vigorously Defend ourselves against these frivolous Claims and we are confident that We will ultimately prevail so Just to recap they haven't read Them and they're frivolous Right and untrue But they haven't read them and he can't comment and But he he's going to comment can't comment but Here's a run on sentence I think That they're going to have their ass handed to them I mean from the minute you We saw echelon we were I mean It just it's so it's so blatant. Like even Flywheel has more to stand on than than Echelon because at least they had a bike before right. <laughs> before Peloton came not, along. Not new to the game. Yeah. yeah, and and these people like it's 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 like they're trying so hard to make it look like a Peloton. And if that's what it is, fine, own it. Be you right. know. But then to then to say that they don't have. That they don't have a good number of instructors And that they have all these other problems And that's the part that Really got to me I remember you and I having a discussion about One of their videos where somebody Compared them side by side And we were like we should do a point by point 
counter video. And then it was just too much work and we didn't. Yeah, we didn't do it. But, but somebody to, should. Yes. <laughs> and you're probably more creative with uh, video editing because that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's the <sighs> skill. That's, yeah. You ever go to the dollar store and you see those uh, movies in your life and it's like Transmorphers. <laughs> and you're like. Who buys that? People who buy echelons, right? And 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 you know what? <laughs> like the bike itself may or may not even be okay. I have no clue. Right? I have no clue. But what bothers me is that they make it sound like it's just the same, if not better, than Peloton. Peloton just jacked up the price just to mess with people, and yeah. it it is infuriating. Oh, I I really, <laughs> I uh, I really hope they get their ass handed to them. I do. I hope Peloton takes them down Not just a little I hope they completely run them out of business <laughs> I will not have any sympathy for these people At all You want to go to echelon.com and have it redirect you to one Peloton Goddamn right <laughs> I do Well while we're in lawsuit territory uh, <laughs> There was another uh, purge this weekend There was And I have no idea if it's linked to a lawsuit Or just you know Peloton just go, goes sure. through And they have other rationale For reasons they're deleting things So I have no idea if it's linked or not And they're probably not going to tell us No, I, <laughs> no they will not um, So I don't know People are upset There's all but seven Power Zone Max rides are gone Like so there's only seven of the Max rides left uh, The 5k Program that you could get on the tread gone uh, And that was already kind of like Messed up once they fixed it And yeah. now it's the second time it's gotten eviscerated Yikes so that That stinks so if this is music Related oof, they They really they really need to figure something Out yeah it's getting worse Not better I think it's because there's so much if it if it is in fact music related that there's it's there's a lot of flux like things come in and out of licensing packages. That's and, absolutely and, what's and, going on. And so it's like it's it's okay at one point and then it's not okay and then it's okay again and it's you know. I wish we could like reach every single person who ever took a ride and, and help them understand that because there are people that have like these milestone rides sure. and they just expect them to be out there forever. And it, it's just it's not realistic. And there's also tons of people that are still expecting all of these rides to get reinstated and I personally don't think that that's a realistic expectation. Um, so I, yeah. I feel like people are going to end up being disappointed because the longer this goes on, the more unrealistic that becomes. Right. Because it seemed like even in the past, they like to have just kind of a they like to live at around the 10,000 rides mark. Exactly. And that they're not just going to catalog everything forever and ever. Right. So, um, so anyway, there so we go. So that's that. So we should probably talk about uh, just in case anything gets weird. Over the next several months With uh, timing of episodes And things of that nature uh, You have a new job I do Today was my last day At my current job And so uh, I'll be going to A new company Starting on Monday And uh, I don't we don't think it's going to affect the podcast at all at, at all, but and it might change the schedule. Yeah, it's certainly our goal is for it not to. Absolutely. But just putting it out there that like, you know, we've you've had the same job ever since we started this and we've been we've kind of fallen into a certain rhythm and we, you know, so who knows what this new job will bring and if that rhythm needs to change. Exactly. And, uh, and you all know how unreliable the rhythm method can be. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, we're just putting that out there that if if something gets a little wonky for a bit, that's that's all that's going on. Plus, it's exciting because I got a new job. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. Thank you. Now you make even more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I say we pick a bingo square. 
Okay, let's do it. You got your clicker ready? Oh, hang on. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh. Hannah Marie Corbin. And I know that it just says Hannah Marie Cor. Right. But that's, it just has a certain number of letters. Okay, so it doesn't need to be a, a specific program where she works on core? No. Okay. No. It's Hannah Marie Corbin, any class that's longer than 15 minutes with Hannah Marie Corbin. So enjoy. That was a uh, a very short spin of I the know. wheel. It was like, whoa, done. I mean, I know you just hit a button. What happens, happens. But it's like, put a little. Put a little elbow grease in it next time Well that's you know it's random And yeah. so that time it decided to stop quickly So I think um, when people see this video online Yeah I think people should comment below us Right That's yeah. how they do Yeah Like it's like look I'm on comment the internet below I'm on the internet <laughs> I'm pointing at the things below uh, uh, I, I want to know if who out there still has zero? Okay, I know we I know we have one. Yeah, because I just want to make fun of them. Oh, okay, like, that's all. Uh, so I would like to make fun of you. So please post if you if you have no squares picked. But I would also like to know who's got a lot. Is somebody got like almost? Yeah, you like, guys getting close. Show us your show us your squares. We're, we should put up a we should put up a link. Yes. Okay. So so we'll put a we'll start a link on. Friday, not a link, but like a, a new discussion so that they can all post. Well, they should just do it right below this video. Just do it on the video. Yeah, just do it in the comments of this video. And let's see, let's just see who's got the most, who's closest to winning this thing. I'm curious to see. Oh, I don't know if people are going to want to share. Uh, why? I it's think all random. It's not like I, somebody can, I just, I can think sneak it's up on you. The competitive nature. I want to look and see. <laughs> I'm looking to see who's got. Uh, are, is that you got, looking below? That's me looking in the comments to see. <laughs> there it is. Oh, look at that. Well done. Well done. You want to talk about a monkey? <laughs> I do. You do. I do, actually. Because like, uh, you, you put this is it's weird. Normally, I'm the one that has the uh, weird tangents about TV history. I know, but this one felt like we needed to do a callback. So uh, we talked last week about the history of television, and, I, and I was talking about just when TV was getting started, it didn't know what they didn't know what to do. Right. And at one point on the Today Show, it was co-hosted by a monkey. By a monkey. Who, who and happens? Maybe it was a chimp, and chimps and monkeys aren't the same thing, or maybe it's monkeys and apes. I don't know, but somebody out there knows, and they love to tell you when you get it wrong. <laughs> so uh, let me get out in front of that and just say, "Shut up." Uh, so, but his name was J. Fred Muggs. J. Fred Muggs. And so you just happened upon this, right? Well, you might have googled. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think he plugged it in. I was like, "Whatever happened to J. Fred Muggs?" But this is crazy. Tell them what happened. He like so he uh, the guy that would hosted the Today Show at the time, whose name I forget, which hated J. Fred Muggs because for that exact reason, right? Everybody, Six, everybody. 60 years later, I remember J. Fred Muggs, but I don't remember this dude's name. Right, right. And he was not having it. And he actually live on TV was like, hey, monkey, here's a contract for a year extension or a banana. Which would you rather have? Thinking that he like had the monkey dead to rights, you know? And apparently this monkey didn't like bananas and he like took the thing and made an X on the contract. And he was like, son of a... <laughs> outsmarted by a monkey. But not only that, this this monkey 
is still alive. This monkey is still alive to this day. And that's the whole reason I wanted to tell everyone. Yeah, because like, 60 years later, this monkey is like living in retirement in Florida in a condo or something. Yeah, like he made a ton of money. And, <laughs> and then like and then his owners, it was a husband and wife. And they like he still was on like Bob Hope specials and the Dean Martin show. I think he was on an episode of Chips. He made it. He painted. He did paintings. He did a painting that was a cover of Mad Magazine. And uh, he made all this money. And finally, they were like, eh, that's enough work for the monkey. And they <laughs> built him a, a, a like a guest house in the backyard and made the backyard look like a jungle. They're dead. But the monkey is still alive. And they're Kid who's no longer a kid Is now raising that monkey Or not raising I think he's full grown but the Monkey's like 62 years old or something Yeah so we just had to share that with Nothing you. to do with Peloton not at all Just we thought just, you might want to know we just <laughs> found it Fascinating that the monkey that hosted The Today Show in 1958 <laughs> Is still alive wow That's crazy and he still has a better chance Of getting on the Today Show than Matt Lauer <laughs> So moving back into the world of Peloton Yes, let's uh, Rebecca Kennedy was uh, featured in Runner's World She was She had a an entire workout that was featured uh, It focuses on the back and the biceps So that you can focus on your arm strength And that is important for running And a lot of people don't know that But your arm swing can generate up to 30% more power So if your arms are strong, your back is strong That's going to make you a better runner Who knew? Huh, how about that? Guess it's like perpetual motion. It is, and they you. and and when I was taking the next thing we're going to talk about is a run I took this week, and and when I was taking this run, it was with Robin Arzon, and she even said, "When you get tired, pump your arms because your legs will follow. Concentrate on your arms because your legs will do what your arms do." It's fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, we're getting closer and closer to the New York City Marathon. We are. And there was a. Run that you did that you thoroughly Enjoyed I absolutely loved it Was Robin's New York City Marathon Simulation it was from October 7th you guys need To take it it will make you feel like A badass I was like Oh my god I can totally do a marathon and Then I was done and I was like but that was only 45 minutes I'm insane <laughs> You so, have to do that like nine more times Right so yeah um, I don't know that I'm going to do a marathon But what I do know is that if I do one The New York City Marathon is now on my list Because she made it sound very magical And uh, a very very cool experience And I felt like I was there And so I hope they do this with more runs yeah. in the future It was a very cool idea And uh, this was uh, the most I have ever been inspired by Robin Arzon Which is saying a lot Awesome if you want to take part in a marathon, I invite you to join me for a marathon uh, that I do every New Year's Eve mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the Twilight Zone <laughs> on Sci-Fi Channel. I mean, I'll be there for that. Well, but if I attend that, are you going to attend the New York City Marathon with me? So while we're talking to marathons, uh, Oliver <laughs> Lee is doing a half marathon this weekend. That's what I thought. He is. And uh, he has been training so hard for it. So I want everybody to send him love and cheer him on. It's going to be in Long Beach half marathon this weekend. So definitely send him a message. Now he's, gonna, he's going for a PR. Now I'm going to have Sublime stuck in my head. The Long Beach. Because they're from Long Beach. So they had introduced special programming mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. How did that go? So here's how it went. The Just King ride was at the end of the night. It was 30 minutes, so it was pretty short. Right. Which I I have mixed feelings about. But being I guess at the if, end of the night, if you're coming to it late in the day, like mm -hmm. you probably aren't necessarily looking to get your ass kicked. Like you know you you want something. 
you want to get some movement, but you don't necessarily want to be wiped. I totally agree with that. And I don't think whatever the answer would be, I'd be okay with the time because here's my thing. If I like got dressed to work out, I want it to be long enough that I feel like I worked out. Right. But that may not feel 30 minutes may not feel like that for me. But I I also can see the opposite. If you were like, oh, it's bedtime. I don't really want to like do like a 45 to an hour minute workout. And then I'm like, then I can't sleep. I'm amped. So I, you know. It's just longer before you go to bed. So let's see the uh, highlights of this. Uh, She talked. uh, She did something funny called uh, the milestone minute. Okay. So she shouted out all of the milestones in one minute. And you, you, she had given like a super high cadence that you had to. I I just watched parts of this like videos that were sent to me. I didn't take the ride, so I don't remember the length of it. But what she did was like, let's say she said, you know, do ninety cadence for a full minute. Whatever the resistance was And you had to keep doing that While she just like Started yelling out All these milestones Gotcha And there were a ton of them And they lasted the full minute Like the old FedEx commercials <laughs> Yes uh, She also um, That that was like The really big thing For some reason DJ John Michael Is always on the left side And he was on the right Not sure what that's about I feel like that's going to Lead up to something In the future Gotcha And um, besides that It was pretty much A normal ride It just You know It was kind of her being silly Like she was dancing There was dancing on it There was just more like More freedom Less structure But the ride itself Was still a ride So For whatever it's worth That's that's pretty much How it went down And then The one with Allie Love on Sunday Again I watched it I did not take it But it appeared That she The virtue she focused On this week Was courage And so a lot of The words that she Used A lot of the things She talked about Related to courage And so um, When she did What I would call A dedication from From member to member And she repeated those It was about courage I could see long term That being an issue Because all of us Have a very subjective view Sure Of whatever Whatever the um, litmus test uh, is That things that should be included For example and, and I'm not calling anybody out I'm just saying like Let's let's just say that you were talking about sacrifice Because that was not what was used It right. was, it was um, courage like I said So and let's say that like I was like I sent you a message and said Thank you for sacrificing your time To go to the Lizzo concert last night Right, right. And let's say she chose that There's And There's going to be somebody who's like you know, I lost a loved one in Iraq. Right. Yeah. Like right. It's, yeah. <laughs> and 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 like both are valid. Right. You know, you're going to have to include both kinds to, yeah. to keep it even. And yet, there's going to be people that are going to feel like that wasn't worth saying. Why didn't you say mine? And I think that's going to create an issue. But uh, just because of people being upset about not getting shout outs, like right. I just think that that's going to. Be a long-term problem That's not to take away From what she was doing I thought that uh, She did a great job Of keeping it motivational And 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 although You could call it spiritual It was not overly religious Which is important to me I can't stand When that's shoved down my throat From right. any direction Yeah so I thought I thought she did a really really good job with that, and I know there's lots of people that feel that way about their given religion. They don't want to hear anything to the contrary of that. Right. This is something anybody of any religion can take and not feel like they're you know doing something you wrong. You can see the through line, but mm-hmm. it's not it it's it's not evangelical or 
yeah, religious in nature. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was a, a nice balance of that. I thought she did a really good job. And she also talked about her own personal story of courage and how she had to fight a time of courage, which was when her mother died. And uh, it was honestly nice to hear her talk about uh, something so personal. It, to me, I connect with people when they are when they're sharing something that's tough, not just sharing random things, but like sharing something that's hard Um, because all of us have hard things we've been through. Absolutely. And if you're only always seeing the positive side of somebody and they're always upbeat or whatever, it's hard sometimes to kind of see the, the real them. And and I feel like you see the real person when they go through their struggles. You see what they what they've struggled through and how they got through it. So it was nice to see that side of her because I haven't had an opportunity to see that with the rides that I have taken. So it it was it was just nice to see. Like I don't mean to say I, I liked seeing her suffering, <laughs> which is kind of what it sounds like as I'm saying it out but loud. No, it, it makes her more relatable. Yes, yeah. exactly. That is what I'm trying to say. She is a person too. And it's it's always uh, nice to hear other people struggle just like you do or I do. So well, it will be interesting to see uh, how these progress it throughout will. the coming weeks and what else they might add to their palate. Yeah, this week the Just King experience apparently is going to be like they're going to throw down because DJ John Michael and Just King they have been rehearsing dance moves all week. They had uh, <laughs> they had a they had an Instagram live where you could learn the dance moves. Ahead of time Okay And um, They're also saying There's going to be A special guest And a big announcement So unfortunately It happens After we record And it will always happen After we record So we will always Be a week behind With these So that sucks Thanks a lot Peloton (laughs) (laughs) But we can post about it After it happens Yes we can That's all the more reason To Join the Facebook group Like our page Or join our group At facebook.com Slash the club Absolutely So here's an interesting milestone Since uh, the instructors Are always getting Hassled To shout out milestones Christine had a milestone Christine did Five years at Peloton On October 8th She is celebrating The the, That's a long time Well especially for a company That's like Five years and a week old Yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly She's She's been around Since the Almost the very beginning So Congrats to Christine We're lucky to have you And uh, while we're talking about Christine She will be uh, in England to compete in the Masters World Championships Yeah, she's actually already there She's like already traveled there And um, the Masters World Championships are this whole week And so the schedule is at CyclingMasters.com And her category is 45 to 49 So make sure... 49 female Right If that wasn't clear And you in, And go and cheer her on You can watch them on YouTube uh, May has been Has been posting Like links and stuff uh-huh. on, on the clip out group You can watch The YouTube videos Of her actually racing If you want to see that So I know we can't Be there physically But we can all Be there To put hands on her back Because that's a big thing Christine does for all of us And I'm such a nerd Whenever I say England and master In the same sentence I'm like Time lords Oh my god <laughs> There's a new signature yoga series There is the very first of its kind It's going to be called Flow and Let Go So every Thursday night there's going to be a new It's going to be a new episode I mean these really are TV See? shows yeah. yeah So so the interesting thing is They're going to They're going to pair it together They're going to take 15 minutes of high energy flows 
So there's your flow portion. And then 15 minutes of restorative yoga, which I know you don't do yoga, but that's the one everyone teases you that you would love. I would just get to lay there and do nothing. Because you just lay there and do nothing. So it's 15 minutes of high energy, 15 minutes of restorative. They're going to do this six Thursdays in a row. It starts on 1017 at 730 p.m. Eastern. And the first one is going to be hosted by Aditi Shah. And I said hosting. Listen to this. Hosting. Watch. I mean, these words, it's just, but it's true. That is what's going to happen. Aditi will be instructing you <laughs> on how to flow and lay there. <laughs> uh, just so you know, there will be props used in the restorative yoga section. You're going to need two blocks, two blankets, and a bolster to lay there. You need props. It's like the next series is going to be taught by Carrot Top. Well, they want you to be like uh, supported when you do restorative yoga. So like when you're laying there, you feel like completely like like cuddled. <laughs> like, okay. You're very, you're very like, ah. I don't have to move. It's it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> I am supported by my bolster. <laughs> I could be a bolster, I guess. <laughs> You'd be a good bolster. <laughs> and then the uh, the final Facebook Live that we talked about last week. I guess this is a correction of sorts. It is. I definitely said it was coming this week, and it. I don't know what I saw, but it's not coming until October thirtieth. Gotcha. I think I might have made an assumption when I was scrolling quickly. It's bad. Don't do that. Uh, Don't scroll quickly. No. October 30th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. That is the final marathon Facebook Live as we go into the New York City Marathon, which I believe is the weekend of November 4th. But do not quote me on that because I did not look. (laughs) (laughs) And while we're in correction mode, Spuds McKenzie is a bull terrier. Yes. I said he was a pit bull. Yeah. Tom's really upset about this. <laughs> you had like eight people correct you. <laughs> they were all like, this is Bull Terrier, Bull Terrier, Bull Terrier. We got it. <laughs> well, bullshit. I get it. Stop it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love that you guys listen and you care. It's adorable. Even our tangents, you're like chiming in. It's great. Plus, it's great when Tom's wrong. Like, let's not. Let's Doesn't not. happen very often. My first marriage in Spuds McKenzie, which, I mean. <laughs> and and finally. <laughs> John Foley will be at the Vanity Fair Summit, so if you got an extra 6500 bucks burning a hole in your pocket... And go for it. Go and, for it. And you'll be in the Cal- on the California coast, yes. which a lot of our listeners aren't, so that's probably... You might have to put out a lot of money to make that happen, because you know you have a flight then, and then yeah. the $6,500. You need a room. Yeah, but it's uh, quite the lineup. It's not just John Foley. Which I mean, I that would be enough for me to right. go. Not but, enough for me to pay sixty five hundred dollars. Weird lineup. It is a very weird lineup. It's like a lot of famous people, but I don't know. I've ever seen a lineup with so many famous people that I cared so little about. It's, like these are all names I recognize, but I couldn't care less. It's like Monica Lewinsky, Cal Penn. So okay, I'll, he's okay, I guess. Martha Stewart, Ronan Farrow, Anthony Scaramucci. I just now I'm not gonna lie. It's a weird lineup. Yeah, and I'm just like I don't. Think I'd want to be around any of those people. <laughs> I'm well, you know. I think it'll be great to hear what John Foley has to say. Well, sure. But as for the rest of it, but I've done that one. <laughs> well, he's probably going to say different things, Tom. <laughs> now they're publicly traded. Now they got them all on. They got them all on script. <laughs> I wonder if JV will be staying there. Don't yeah. say anything. Don't click this button. <laughs> message. They actually put a box in them and they just pull a string. <laughs> You know, that's the thing about John that I absolutely love. He doesn't do that. He does not do no, that. No matter how much JV wishes he would. I, he is just, he's himself. And I I adore him for that. He he can't be, he cannot be 
tamed. <laughs> He's going to say whatever he feels yeah. is right to say, not what everybody wants him to say. But, you know, that's how you know that Peloton's a great company, because if it wasn't, he'd have a hard time lying about it. <laughs> that is true. It's not in his wheelhouse. It's not. God love him. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread <laughs> i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype a phone is Brandon Zachary. Normally I ask if I pronounce it right, but in your case, I'm going to ask you, did I get them in the right order? <laughs> you absolutely did. But even yes. if you flipped it, that'd be fine, too. <laughs> it's alphabetical order. That was nice of your parents to do it that way. <laughs> but I guess exactly. with the last name Zachary, you were, how would you not have that in alphabetical order? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon, I would like to kind of start with with Peloton side of things. For those who don't know, you are also the owner of a Hydro, and we are going to dig into that as well. But first, I want to hear about how you found Peloton. Absolutely. Most of that, actually, social media got me hooked. I found it on Facebook, and I just went down the rabbit hole and then stumbled across the official Peloton group. Did a, a lot of research in there to 
really kind of understand the bike and more than just the bike itself of, oh, is it a quality bike? But what does the community have to offer? You know, for me, it's not just about, okay, is it a good workout? I mean, I can go to a spin class. I can ride on a bike at 24 hour fitness. I can, you know, I can take my road bike out. That's not a problem. But where's the community aspect to it? And, you know, with over 100,000 members in the group and then also finding all like the, the splinter groups of tribes, I just kind of dived into the Peloton world and got a bike pretty quickly after that. And that was October 2018. So, Ooh, you're coming um, up on your year Peloversary. Did you get your bike yeah, a card? I did not get a bike, <laughs> my bike a card, but I did label it. So I've got my leaderboard name on my Peloton. So nice. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice. That's great. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is too, but you know what? Mine still has my original leaderboard name oh, stuck you gotta to the fix side. That. I know. Mm. I know. I do. I do. I got to find that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which did you own first, the bike or the hydro? It was the bike. Okay. So I owned the Peloton first. I actually didn't get the hydro until about two months ago. Okay. Okay. And so before we jump into the hydro, when you, Mm -hmm. I, something you said struck me. A lot of people talk about how they research the bike, but you sound like you were more focused on the community. I have never heard anybody say that. So what were you looking for specifically? Had you heard previously that it had a really strong community and that's what drew you to it? Or were you looking for something specific? No, I actually uh, did hear that there was a strong community with it. And I wanted to understand exactly how that worked, how that community functions, you know, because for me, I need to be held accountable. It's not something where I can, I mean, you know, I have started training for a triathlon. So I have been waking up at five and even going to the gym and swimming laps and things like that. But, you know, prior to that, you know, let's go back to October 2018. And, you know, I was more stagnant, I didn't really work out. And so I was like, okay, well, what's going to motivate me to actually work out? And so when I heard that there's at least a community approach to the bike, it just kind of piqued my interest. And there's a Peloton store in Beverly Hills. I'm in, you know, in the valley. So I drove over and checked it out, asked a a million different questions and annoyed the the heck out of them. (laughs) And then just did a bunch of digging online. But yeah, it's something where I did hear about the community aspect prior to that. And uh, I knew I needed that motivation. And has it having having the bike wouldn't be enough. Has it lived up to your expectations? The community? It has. Absolutely. I think that you definitely have to find a tribe, even if you're not active within the Facebook community of that tribe. Just even seeing the posts and following them and seeing what others are posting, it can be that motivational aspect. On the Peloton, I hide the leaderboard every time. I don't mess with it at all. It doesn't mean that I don't push myself, but my stats kind of jump all over the place. And I find I'm in, you know, 2000th place and then 2500 and then I jump into 1900. And so because there's so many members, it's hard for me to race somebody or to check my performance based on the leaderboard. So, you know, on the on the Peloton side of things, I actually hide that. And, you know, I just dive into what, you know, Matt or previously JJ or whoever else is instructing. You just follow along and you're going to have an amazing workout. I think that's one of the kind of cool things about it is that it's very customizable. Like some people are very motivated by the leaderboard. Right. And other people Mm -hmm. are like, no, thank you. And like mm-hmm. they just completely shut it down. And it's great that both both yeah like both it, are valid and the, that you can use it easily. Right. The it's not this kind of like 
fixed in concrete thing that like you have to utilize it in this way like it's there's yeah there's just a couple of jerks on the opp that that are that way but besides that yeah. you know <laughs> jerks on the internet never heard of such a thing surprising so you said that before you got the bike you felt like your fitness level was you had been stagnant so like had you been overall throughout your life have you been pretty active and fit and that was kind of a, a fallow period or was that like or did you have like a, a moment of like i've got to get into shape it was definitely more of a moment i've been active uh, my childhood all the way up I, I played every sport known to man depending on the season and you know between baseball soccer softball i mean it doesn't matter and then even through high school and college years it you know it kind of was the same thing but then after college and i moved out to los angeles it kind of turned into not really fitness but it was other things like scuba diving but i knew that i needed to maintain a certain fitness level to do that because because I was going beach diving. So, you know, you lug all your, your crap down to the beach, you, you gear up, you fight the waves out, you know, you do your dive, you fight the waves back in, and then you're carrying all of your gear back to your car, wherever you're parked at. So it's physically challenging. So any of those kinds of sports that I've gotten into, just realize that I have to have a certain level of physical fitness to maintain those hobbies. And I'm very much that personality type where I have to have a hobby of some kind. You know, currently it's more of the, it has shifted more into fitness itself for, you know, as a lifestyle choice. But prior to that, it was, you know, the, I mean, I'll put it this way. The most exercise I got before Peloton was walking up and down the stairs to my office. Okay. Um, but know. like that's an aerobic workout in LA because of all the smog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very true. But I don't wear a gas mask or anything like that. So, you know, I still get the smog whether I'm going up and down the stairs or not. Well, that's how you acclimate. Like, you don't want to hide from it. You want to oh, breathe in. Um. I guess, in, in, but I would also think that in L.A., where, like, you know, 70% of the population wants to be famous, like, there, you, you probably also, it's almost like an arms race in terms of, like, people being in shape there is i mean it's it's interesting because la is so spread out so you have everybody drives it's right, not like right. a, a new york mentality of you know oh it's 12 blocks okay well i'll walk that or i take a subway and it's like that would just blow people's mind out here it's like what you're gonna walk 12 blocks what are you kidding me just uber but that's, you know it's, that's a 40 minute drive in la that's, that's so true yeah, yeah it can be depending <laughs> yeah. on the area absolutely i think until somebody's actually been to la like you really don't fathom the ridiculous traffic like how much traffic i, I mean it, in a lot of ways it's like three or four Cities, because like if you live in one area, even though it might only be fifteen miles away, you'll never drive there if you can avoid it because it's so so bad. Does that drive you crazy, or are you just like that's just a part of life and you don't even think about it? No, it's really just a part of life. I mean, I grew up in Florida where you had the, the humidity, you had bugs, you know, but it was a great place, you know, Jacksonville, so northern part, but it was a great place to grow up. And I come out here and I'm like, wait, so I get the sun without the bugs or the humidity? Sure, I got to deal with traffic, but yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, 
you know, I'm not all starstruck about like, ooh, I live in Los Angeles or, you know, <laughs> the actors and all that kind of stuff. For me, it's just I got the beach right there, yeah. I, you know, an uh, hour and a half drive. I can go skiing. And with two young kids, it's it's kind of nice to be able to go to the park. And there's a million parks around no matter what city you're in. But when you're talking about traffic, yeah, there's definitely times where, I mean, I live in the valley. So when someone's like, hey, we're going to the, the bar, you know, it's down in West Hollywood or whatever. I'm like, OK, have fun with that, guys. <laughs> you know? Like, I'll see you yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See you at work on Monday. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> oh, That's awesome. I mean, you're right. There's a lot of definite perks of living yeah. out there as well. The reason the traffic is so bad is because everyone wants to live everyone there. wants to live there because it's it has all those wonderful amenities. We just try to make ourselves feel better about right. living in the Midwest. You know, like that's the only <laughs> thing we have to say negative about California. So that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. And, and I got to say, you know, I mean, I went to school in North Carolina. You know, I've lived in uh, other places. It's just, you know, there are pluses and minuses to everywhere. And, you know, the traffic isn't just the only bad thing about L.A. It's probably just the worst thing about L.A. So it's easy to to see that. And it's yeah, I mean, it is horrible. You just you know, so if you can't deal with that, you definitely don't want to live here. <laughs> yeah. When whenever I start to feel bad about not living in a city like Los Angeles or New York, I just uh, I just look at my house payment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I feel OK about that. That, that will do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. OK, so let's talk about hydro. I want to hear everything. So you said you've had it about two months. How did you end up seeing that? Was it just like another social media type of thing? Because that's where I've seen a million ads for it. Well, oddly enough, someone posted the upcoming Indiegogo campaign for Hydro in the Peloton group, and uh, it immediately got you know taken down pretty quickly. Uh, but uh, it, it at least stuck Shocking. in my mind of like, ooh, let me check this out. What's what is this? At that time, I was actually going to the gym, and I was using a rower. And it was depleting me. I would do a 10-minute row, and I, you know, I'd almost pass out afterwards. I mean, come to find out, my form was horrible, and that's that's kind of why I, you know, I had that experience. But regardless, so I, I kind of looked into the the Indiegogo campaign. It hadn't gone live yet, but I just kind of dug into that and kind of became part of of the campaign. I was an early, uh, you know, early uh, contributor and backer for you know the Indiegogo campaign, and a couple months later is when. And, you know, I kind of started up the Facebook group for Hydro. But in terms of, you know, when Hydro came online, that was just about three, four weeks after I got my Peloton. So October 2018. Man, that was two big purchases. (laughs) Back to back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you invest in in your health, you invest in your life. And you have to decide on if you're going to pay that money to the healthcare industry or if you're going to (laughs) pay that money to an exercise company. But realistically, even with hydro, like I said, I didn't get it up. You know, I got the unit delivered about two months ago. So it's it's still something that, you know, the the quote unquote purchases were still spread out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's you know, it's not like back to back. OK, take my money. OK, take my money. <laughs> I think I Tom's like, just getting stressed out because he's afraid I'm going to buy one. Yeah. So he's like, oh, geez. <laughs> I was just like, OK, tell the truth. You got kicked out of the gym, didn't you? What happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the one thing I will say about the gym, uh, you know, kind of hold my head in shame a little bit. I canceled my gym membership about two months ago. And then a guy in the hydro group convinced me to try a triathlon. So I signed back up for the gym <laughs> so about five swim. days after it expired. 
And I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But hi, guys, I'm back. You know, so I signed right back up for the gym because, you know, uh, I need a pool to swim in. Yeah. Did you at least get to retake advantage of their introductory offer? (laughs) I did. Okay. Uh, I I was able to kind of. Uh, squeeze back in <laughs> <laughs> Well and then I have to ask Are you looking at getting a tread Because obviously running is a big part of the triathlon As well It is however I'm sure you're aware Of the house sizes in Los Angeles Compared to the price tags Okay yeah, yeah. that's fair uh, And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, So I'm with you. right and- now my Peloton And my Hydro are in my living room Oh um, wow So you, you walk in and my you know My wife is like Okay, you got rid of the whiskey cabinet to put the Peloton out here, but now you got two exercise pieces in the living room. So it's like, all right, so should we be looking at another house or, or what? So yeah, Although so there's whiskey, no real room. Whiskey cabinet is great. I saw them open for the Lumineers. I don't know if you. <laughs> no, Tom. What? No, no, is that not? no. I don't think he had a band in oh, his living room. Okay. I think it was actually a whiskey <laughs> yeah, cabinet. Your thing makes more sense. I it guess. does. Yeah. <laughs> But it still probably took up just as much space. Yeah. It probably did. But it smelled better, though. <laughs> <laughs> so when you send pictures, I'm going to need a picture of your workout space. Because I think everyone's going to be really curious how this looks in your living room. Because we all know what the Peloton looks like. But we don't... Not everybody knows what a Hydro looks like. And especially mm-hmm. sitting right next to the Peloton. So as far as the Peloton... Or excuse me. As far as the Hydro goes... What is it like? What are the classes like? So it's, I would say it's a, it's a completely different experience from Peloton, yet very familiar to anyone that's been on a Peloton. The instructor is on the water. So it's uh, what they're calling LOR, uh, live outdoor reality. And so, you know, there's not a class you're, you know, there's, there's not like a rower set up in, you know, with uh, a white wall or anything in, in a studio setup. So there are no studio setup classes, at least not yet. Currently, it's all on on the water. So you actually have an athlete instructor led row from the water and they actually have a boat crew that follows the rower, you know, the athlete on the water. They just started up live classes, but prior to that, it was all on demand. So they would do a pre-recording and then put it online uh, for everybody. So uh, but in terms of the experience, it's it's great to actually kind of be able to feel like you're on the water because, you know, with the screen right in your face and then, you know, they're not editing things out either. So as, as, uh, like a small wave comes and then they're like, whoa, you know, or like, a I mean, a bird, you know, flew over one of them really close and they're like, you know, ducking. And, and so, uh, (laughs) people, you know, other rowers on the water will scream out, Hey, you know, and they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. So it's great. I mean, especially the live rows that really, you know, that's one thing that for me gets me into rowing more than anything because you have that experience of, you know, no matter what happens, it's just, I mean, same with, you know, Peloton, of course, no matter what happens, it's just, it it is what it is. And then you're watching it, you know, you're experiencing it with, you know, with the instructor and the other people on the leaderboard. Yeah. But, you know, the Peloton classes take place in an environment that they control. Right. Mm -hmm. Where with, if they're like out on a Lake yeah, I, or a I, river or I whatever. think uh, I can just see like Robin riding along and then a bird swoop over her head. Yeah. <laughs> I think she'd be really mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and they've even had weather delays like Hydro would post on Facebook, hey, live class today canceled due to weather. Uh-huh. And then they have they have a photo 
of a torrential downpour on the on the boat at the lead crew and the rower. So it's it's one of those things where it's like ah yeah uh, there here's the LOR aspect here's the live outdoor reality aspect that's been more inspiring to me and kind of get my butt in the seat on the rower than anything has just been the fact that I kind of put myself into it with them. Do you know where they they do these classes? Like where they're located? It's on the Charles. It's in uh, Boston. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in, in the winter time, so last winter they cuz I was on the uh, they had a uh, a beta app that they released and they had some users kind of do beta testing for their app. And so I was actually a beta tester for that. And so I got to actually experience the, kind of the hydro experience without using the hydro. And I was using a, a C2, so a Concept 2 uh, rower at the gym. And I've got a mount for it. So I put the mount on the, the uh, computer for the Concept 2 and then put my uh, iPhone into that. And then I'd watch the video and it's got all the stats and it had heart rate and everything there. So it was it was kind of cool to be that, that beta tester aspect for the rower. And, you know, you're kind of telling them, hey, you guys got to fix this. You got to change this you know where's this feature you guys really need to have that they were great at even responding and asking questions about like oh how did this work or how did that and things like that so did you say that on the live recordings is there a leaderboard so can you see other people that are taking the class live with you Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah there's a, a live leaderboard which you can hide just like peloton i absolutely leave that leaderboard on and i i push myself to to beat that person whoever's right there and then once i beat them i'm like all right i'm, I'm getting to the next one mm-hmm. and then of course i never do you know but, <laughs> uh, the, i guess the reason why i mean the leaderboard we all understand why that's there i mean you know that's a huge motivational factor for a lot of people and you know i know i said that i turn it off on the peloton and i leave it on on the hydro but i think that's also because hydro doesn't have as many users yet as peloton so it's something where i feel like i'm competing with one individual so then when I see someone's, you know, name pop up that, you know, they're, th- you know, a uh, hundred meters away from me, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm chasing you down. I got you, you know, that kind of thing. And so I'm going after that one person as opposed to Peloton where it kind of jumps around a little bit, just m- from my experience. You know? Yeah. Um, I, and I, and I get that because there's just so many thousands of people on, that can be taking mm-hmm. a, a Peloton, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm also curious about the calibration aspect. I mean, I don't want to dive too deep into it and get people mm-hmm. all riled up, but but there's just it's just a fact that all of our bikes are different, you know, and mm-hmm. but I would say that with the tread, that's not the case. And so I'm curious if you feel like that is or is not the case with the hydro, because I feel like with the bike, the reason it's different is because you kind of have that sensor that's a little it's it's something that's different on everyone, whereas the tread has a motor that's going a certain speed. That's kind of like a constant thing. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are not asking for you to any you're. For anybody out there, we're not holding you to this. We're just we're just asking your opinion. You are not an expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely not an expert. I'm not a hydro rep either, so I couldn't even speak to that. But, you know, in my opinion, it's more like the tread than the Peloton. The only aspect that you really control other than your own exertion level of pushing with your legs, engaging your core and pulling with your arms is resistance. So you can change the resistance on the rower to whatever you want. And the default resistance is 104 because Hydro has found that 104 most closely represents rowing on the feeling of rowing on the water. So if you were in a rower 
and rowing crew, that's the the feeling of what you would have. But I've seen people jump it up to 140, 180, you know, that kind of thing. I, I can't remember what it maxes out at. I just leave it at 104 because, you know, for me, it's, you know, changing the resistance doesn't make you go faster. It actually just makes you work harder to keep up your same speed or, to, you know, to go faster, you'd have to work twice as hard depending on what resistance you put on there so it's not really like the the peloton in 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 that sense you know you kind of set it and forget it and then you know you can change it throughout your row but it's more the instructors aren't guiding you on resistance on the water they're guiding you on your split which is your strokes per minute they're not even guiding you on your speed because everyone's speed is different i mean i could be at a two minute, 15 second per 500, which for me is good. And then someone else could be at, you know, three minutes and 15 seconds, which they're a minute behind me, but for them, that's really good. So, you know, they go over strokes per minute. So they're kind of pushing people to increase their strokes. So for instance, you know, you'd be at 20 strokes per minute and they're like, okay, so we're going to bump it up to 24 for one minute straight. All right, let, let's do this, you know, and then they, they get you up to that 24, which then if you're at that same strength level and, and pushing and uh, with your, with your legs and pulling, then your time will decrease because your strokes per minute is increasing. So, I mean, unless you're decreasing the pressure on your row, you know, the more strokes per minute is the faster the faster you'll go. How long are these classes? They have warm-ups that are five and 10 minutes each. And then they have them that go up to 45 minutes. And I think there are a few 60 minutes as well. The 60 minutes are more of scenics. So they do have some uh, scenic rides or rides, scenic rows. <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd say that at least once. Mm-hmm. The scenics are really nice because you just hear the water slapping up against the boat and you know you've got a couple different view choices uh, on the water you know you can look at a bow view of the charles river in the winter time they actually went down to miami up to 60 minutes yeah but i would say that the average is about 20 you burn a lot of calories and you do a lot of work in just 15 20 minutes i mean i did you know when they first announced their live rows they're all on east coast time right so they're in chicago well in los angeles there's a three-hour time difference so they were all excited to announce hey we've got our live rows starting at 7 a.m and i'm like are are you kidding me that's 4 a.m my time (laughs) you know and i was like but you know i'm i'm into this i i gotta do this so for like three four days straight you know, I woke up at 3.50, 3.55, splashed water in my face and hopped on that live row at 4 a.m. And, you know, I don't know if I'll be doing that too many more times, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and they're advancing uh, how many live rows that they do. But, uh, you know, I, I think uh, so I did a live row that was 45 minutes and, you know, that that drained me. I, I think that drained everybody. But it was such a great experience and you're, you're pumped afterwards and even during it. But you have to get your form right. If you get your form right, you know, a 20 minute row is all you need. You're not going to need to be on the rower for 45 minutes. It's just, I mean, you work out 86% of your muscles on a rower. So it's, uh, and I, I mean, I felt like after my first couple rows, pushing myself hard, I felt my back muscles and I'm like, what in the world? This is weird. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, something that I, I haven't, I didn't really expect feel soreness in areas that I, you know, yeah, because you do work out. So you would have kind of thought, hey, you're already in pretty good shape. And that it's always weird when you use different muscles and you're like, oh, I didn't know I wasn't using that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the I got one of those. 30, yeah. yeah, the problem is that 35% of your muscles aren't even ready for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, it's great that it works out so much, but you, you got to pace yourself and focus on form. Do they, uh, when, do you they know, have 
classes that teach you form or do they do they help you set it up? I, I, because I'm I guess something I should have asked at the beginning is like, do they have a camera to see you? Is there feedback on your form? They do have a camera, but it's not active or engaged. So I'm sure that will be a future firmware update. Other than that, they have a uh, row like a pro series. And it's a nine part series of, of rows of videos that you watch. And it goes uh, each one focuses on a different part of, of your body. You know, when you're starting out, uh, the first video, I believe, is on legs, because understanding that most of the power in rowing comes from your legs. You don't sit there and just yank on the handle with your arms. Uh, you're going to get fatigued in, in two minutes and you're like, OK, that was great. But it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then the next one is about core. You know, if you're not strengthening and focusing on your core, you know, you could feel extra tension in your lower back. So, you know, it's kind of putting all the pieces together. And that series, the Row Like a Pro series is phenomenal. And so, you know, I recommend it to anybody who first gets a hydro, just start with that, turn leaderboard off and row and and, and just listen to the instructor. Don't focus on your split. Don't focus on your time. Just focus on form and listen to the instructor. Once you're done with those nine videos, you'll be ready to, to rock and roll. How many people-ish are are in classes, especially com- compared to Peloton, where it's gotten so large? Are you ever the only one there? <laughs> no, well, it started out that way on the app. It was me and, like, two other people, and then, you know, three and four and five, and it kind of advanced and grew. But that was, on, on the beta app, there was no live rowing. So it was just pre-recorded rows. So then if someone did a row... Then it would be recorded, and then when I hop in, I would see their, you know, uh, their stats uh, in terms of meters rowed, and I'm trying to kind of beat their time in a sense or catch up to them, even though they've already finished. Uh, but now with the live rowing, uh, you know, obviously the leaderboard is live, and you're all uh, working at the same time. But in terms of how many people are on there, I'd say up to a hundred. We're not talking thousands. I sure. mean, on the live rows, you got twenty-five to fifty. And so you kind of almost have your pack within the, the, the leaderboard. So it's like you're kind of staying close to other people based on your pace and their pace. I mean, you don't have it fluctuate so much where you're in, oh, great, I'm in first place. And, oh, now I'm in 10th. Oh, my God, I'm in 30th. And now I'm back in 10th. Usually you're, you know, it's like for me, I'll be in the top portion of the pack, but not the, the number one, like not, not the leader. I'm usually four or five. But, you know, depending on, I could be eight or for the pre-recorded ones, I could be 30, I could be 100, you know. I mean, as more rowers get out there on the market, more hydro units get shipped, obviously that leaderboard will get more and more crowded, uh, so, which I think is even a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, mm-hmm. you mean, you know, as someone who purchased one, you want them to sell more so they keep doing it. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So I knowing nothing about rowing, what's the metric that they use for calculating where you fall on the leaderboard? Because just at, at, as an outsider, it sounds like if they're encouraging you, like, let's do 20 strokes per minute. Everybody would, should be It would the seem same. like you're either doing 20 strokes mm-hmm. per minute or you, were, you are not doing 20, mm-hmm. 20 strokes per minute. And so how do they gauge, like, who's doing better? What a great question. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent question. And the answer to that is your, your time. So it's and your time kind of converts to speed. So speed in the water. So even if 
so Tom, well, let's let's use Crystal because I know Tom won't be on. Yeah, on much the better <laughs> choice. Yes, um, I would be last on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. So, so Crystal, you and I have hydro units. You and your home, me and mine, and we're both doing a live row. And the instructor says, "Okay, let's go to 22 strokes per minute." And you and I are both in sync at 22 strokes per minute. But you're pulling harder than me. You're pushing with your legs harder. You're you're gauging your core more, and you know that band that you're pulling out uh, is coming out faster and harder right so because of that your distance is going to be further than my distance Hmm. Um, so and that's what they refer to as your split which is basically your split time on the water Uh, so like I was saying so it's uh, say you know I'm at three minutes and 15 seconds Uh, crystal you're at two minutes and 15 seconds even though we're both our pace is at 22 strokes per minute you're pulling so much harder means you're going further you're going faster and you're gonna beat me so that's how they determine who is at what ranking on the leaderboard someone could be pulling at at 35 to 40 strokes per minute which is really fast i mean you're really pulling on that thing quick but you're not pulling on it hard if you're not pulling on it hard just because you're pulling on it fast, you know, you're, you're like one of those acne cartoons, you know, where it's just <laughs> spinning and spinning and spinning, but you're not really going anywhere. Or I could be pull, pulling at 15 strokes per minute, much slower pace than you, but I'm pulling so much harder and every stroke um, gets me further distance than you at 30, 35. So it's not really it's more of a measure of how hard you're working versus just your stroke rate. It's hard to say to somebody, you know, it's like if uh, that's why the instructors on Peloton don't talk about speed. Right. You know, they're more talking about cadence and resistance. The hydro is the same way. They're not like, okay, everybody, let's get to a two minute split. Well, I've been able to get to a two minute split maybe twice out of my 115 rows. So that's not something that I could do or not something I could hold for very long. I mean, other people who are doing three minutes, there's no way if you say, okay, let's get it down to two minutes, 15 seconds. They're like, yeah, good luck, bud. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Boy, I'm like, just when I thought I couldn't be less interested in exercise, they've added math. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's the thing. They calculate it for you. That's what makes it easy. You hop on it, Tom, and then you're good to go. You know, you pull on, on you know, on the handle and then it, it does everything for you. <laughs> it was like, it was like algebra class all of a sudden. He's like, well, yeah. you do this, but then Southern thing and then solve for x but if we were in germany you would make my bunk and i'm like what (laughs) but on the flip side imagine if i was talking to someone who didn't know about peloton and i was talking about resistance and cadence and all that it it really would be the same you know i I think because even i was like what stroke rate i see s dash m is that what he's talking about i don't you know so what's where's my split it doesn't even say split on here i just see this counter that's counting you know so it's it is a little bit daunting right when you get on um but that's why i think the row like a pro series really helps but even if you hop onto a row that's a more advanced row they always start out with you know okay your stroke rate is here they almost they basically point to the screen from the water they're like okay bottom left over here is your you know your split and it's a a number that represents slash 500m and so they kind of go over it briefly um you know just like peloton you've got that 30 seconds to a minute lead in gotcha so how how big is this thing it is seven and a half feet long by two and a half feet wide. So it is longer than the Peloton bike. Uh, okay. I don't know the dimensions of the, the, the tread, but it is it is 
uh, longer than the bike. And I actually had, I kind of switched positions in my living room for the units. And I actually can't put the rower where my Peloton is because it's on a smaller wall. But um, it's because it's only two and a half feet. And that's really only at the, the base for the feet. The, the rower itself is very, you know, very thin. It doesn't feel like eight feet, you know, eight feet by three feet. So it's kind of um, an optical I mean, I, you know, illusion because it's thin. Exactly. It is. I mean, it's, you know, other than, you know, you see the screen and that kind of thing. It's very, it's a very sleek design as well. I mean, they, they put a lot of thought into the design uh, of the rower as opposed to just, okay, we're going to have a metal beam here and two legs and we're, we're good. And then you put the seat on it and call it a day. I mean, it's almost, it almost looks like a boat the way that it's uh, shaped in the front. Can you, do you mind telling us um, how much it was? Because I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, the Indiegogo campaign users, it was $1,000. Okay. And so, but that's like an early adopter type offering. Right. And then they had uh, what they call a, the Copley pop-up. And I think that that was either 1000 or fifteen. So then they sold some units there direct. And then right now, if you were to buy a unit, it would be, uh, I believe, 2200 Okay. And yeah. what's the monthly? I believe it's 39. I believe okay. it's the same as, as the Peloton. And the reason why I say I believe it's that is that all Indiegogo contributors got, I think, a year, a year and a half free. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so that, was really good. that was a good deal then. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, the discounted cost of the unit plus uh, the, the lack of monthly membership for a year, however long. And that was only because we hit their stretch goals. So, you know, Indiegogo, their campaign saw just over a thousand backers. They had a thousand thirty backers. And what's crazy is they met their one million dollar goal within four minutes. Whoa. Wow. Well, it's important yeah. to stretch before a workout like that. <laughs> <laughs> when you do have to pay another monthly fee, do you do you is that going to bother you? Because I feel like that's a that's a huge hang up that I have. Like, I think Peloton could get me to buy just about anything as long as they keep tacking it on to my membership that I have now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not so much of a hang up now just because, you know, I try and look at the bigger picture of how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, when I when I use these devices. I mean, I have the tonal as well. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that. But oh, the, heck yeah, um, I am. Strength. I, I didn't know so. that. We need to talk um, about that, too. Well, <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get a two parter. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, you, you, com- you combine all three of those units with the gym and, you know, it can be a heavy price tag for sure. But the thing is, is that I feel fantastic. I only feel bad when I'm not using it because if I'm not using something, I'm like, oh my God, I'm paying X amount for that. But even beyond the price, it's, it's like if I take my day off and then the day after uh, is m- after my day off, if I kind of decide, okay, I'm not going to work out then I regret it because I almost feel the difference in my body. But that's only started recently as health and wellness has become more of a lifestyle choice for me. So the cost doesn't really, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It it absolutely does. And it's going to matter to a lot of people. I mean, a monthly membership is a monthly membership. But, you know, when I look at even the apps that that I pay for, uh, and things like that, I'm like, okay, well, what value am I getting out of the different monthly memberships that we have from, you know, Netflix and the Calm app and, you know, then on your exercise piece of equipment and your two ninety nine charge for more space on, you know, iCloud or whatever. I don't know. So it's, it, you know, it's a give and take. 
Sure. So how do you toggle back and forth between the devices? Do you tend to use them all in a day or is it like one day you row, one day you ride? Well, right now, because I'm training for a sprint triathlon in November, I've actually kind of turned the hydro into my warm up. And so then I'll do a 5, 10, or 15-minute warm-up row, and then I'll hop onto either the Peloton if it's my bike day, or I'll you know run the neighborhood if it's my running day, or go to the gym if it's swimming. So Because my, my three key focuses are swim, bike, run at the moment, but the strength training and building that I get from the hydro, I'm not willing to let that go. Even on my days off, it's not really a day off. I mean, I know people will... will kind of gasp and go, oh my God, you should take a full day off. But the thing is, is that I just do, you know, on my days off, I'll just do a five minute easy warm up row and just to kind of keep the muscles active and, and because I enjoy it. And I don't see any uh, issues with that in terms of my workouts. But I will admit when I got the hydro, I did stop using the Peloton and dive deep into the hydro itself. And I got about a 45 day streak where, you know, every single day I was, I was riding it uh, and doing long longer rides like the the 20 and 30 and 45 minute rows excuse me what about the community i i know you talked kind of going back to what you first said about peloton and how important that was to you what is the hydro community like the hydro community i, I would say is, is similar to i would not the main official uh, peloton group but more of the tribes <laughs> yeah um, well that's uh, good you for know. you yes yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it's honestly the community has been great the app that Hydro has created does not have rows, but they track your progress. And there's even a basically your news feed. And so it shows everyone's rows with their stats and you can like it and you can comment on it. And I've had some of the instructors comment on mine and seen instructors comment on some of the others. And it's a great way to link up with other rowers um, by just kind of commenting on uh, on their rows. Their app kind of combined with the Hydro Facebook group that I created really kind of brought, has brought the community together, I think. Without community, it's just uh, a brick sitting in your living room that you, you know you can use, sure, but most people aren't going to really be motivated without some kind of a, a community approach. I, I don't know, at least that's just my view, but... No, I, I get that, especially after having experienced the Peloton community. It would feel weird if you didn't have that, I think. But speaking of, tell us about the Facebook group that you admin. Is it for Peloton and Hydro owners or just for Hydro owners? Well, the name is Hydro Crew, and it is open to anything and everything all the way down to diet. It is not specific to, I mean, it is a rowing group uh, mm-hmm. for the hydro and for people who are either interested and want to check it out or uh, building the community, obviously. But I really kind of started it as health and wellness. And I mean, people comment about Peloton all the time. They're posting things about Peloton or whatever within the group. And I have yet to remove a single post. As long as it, it's, you know, I mean, I have no interest in selling units. I'm not a brand uh, ambassador. I don't get paid for, you know, from Hydro or anything like that. I just started it as, well, I, you know, I can, not that I've got time. I mean, I, I run my own business, but at the same time, it's just something that I knew I needed for myself. And I, I knew that other people could gain uh, benefits from. So I created the group. And, and so between the Hydro Crew Facebook group and the app, members kind of link together and get a lot of benefits out of it. But the group is open to Peloton users. I mean, even if you're you're not interested in rowing and you just want to join, uh, I mean, one of the questions that I asked, just so I know you're not you 
know, a robot or whatever is, you know, do you own a hydro or have one on order? Um, and then in parentheses, this is absolutely not required for membership. And so then if you answer no, not even interested, boom, accepted. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't care. How many, um, uh, cool. I was just going to ask how many people you had in the group. We have just over 600 right now. Just from what I've noticed, you you might end up changing that policy later on or feel like you need to, because sometimes people get a little crazy the bigger the groups get. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it will have to become more focused in as the group grows. And, you know, I'm kind of still deciding on how to handle that. But for right now, even within a few thousand members, you know, I'm not seeing the same question of, you know, my butt hurts. What do I do? Uh, so, you know, yeah. since I'm not getting those kind of questions, you know, in the group. I feel like there's still a great vibe to it where members don't roll their eyes when they see a post. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when I start seeing that, then that's where membership will be probably be a little bit more limited. And then, you know, I mean, I reserve the right to, you know, remove people from the group who either aren't active for a certain amount of time or, I mean, obviously, if you're posting about things that have nothing to do with either, I guess, exercise or diet in general, much less the Hydro or Peloton or whatever, you know, you maybe you're removed. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's to maintain the community approach of what I've kind of built and designed. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, totally. I, you're, you're still in that phase where the other members are just like, yay, someone else bought one. Welcome to the club. Yeah, definitely. Instead exactly. Of the, instead of the too mm-hmm. cool for school phase right. that some of them some get, get into. Yeah. Which, I mean, you, you definitely have a while to go to. I, I remember when I joined the original, the official Peloton page, which is what it used to be called, it was like 8,000 people and it was still really great you know it's so i don't even think it's about Mm -hmm. just the amount of people i think it's it's just when people find you and the the tide turns from the early adopter excitement into something else yeah that Mm, that that, that's when it kind of takes a turn i was we were talking about this the other day the the evolution of the opp and we're like like it went from like when your favorite band was at the club level and then theaters, <laughs> and then arenas. It always comes back to music and or pop culture. Now it's like stadiums. <laughs> it does come back to pop culture. In fact, I, I'm not going to lie. As a comic book nerd, I was a little disappointed that you didn't call the group Hail Hydro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have been great. Well, I even ran, <laughs> I even ran um, uh, we ran something in the group, which was pick the name of the group. Because I I originally call I don't even remember what I called it, but it was just Hydro Facebook Group. Right. Yeah. It was something really lame just to get something up there. And so literally two or three months ago, another member suggested, hey, we should run a, you know, she was very polite about it instead of saying, hey, you, you know, the name of this group kind of sucks. So, <laughs> um, so she politely, you know, requested that we run kind of a contest for the name and have everybody select it. The Hydro Crew was one of them, but. You know, yeah, that would have been great. I didn't think of that. Tom. <laughs> it probably would have just created confusion. You probably yeah, would have got a bunch yeah, of nerds exactly. in there. Well, like, wouldn't have gotten selected anyway. Like, so. yeah, like nobody's talking about Iron Man. What's going on? Yeah. Plus, the last thing you want to do is like when people are like, where'd you get the name? Oh, from this fat guy that never exercises. Like, you can't. <laughs> Can't tell that story. <laughs> well, you know, I also have to bear. I also have to keep in mind that I want people to actually find this group, right? And totally. like not have Facebook shut it down because uh, you know, well, like copyright violation, something else. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. also true. What is your leaderboard name for each of your pieces of equipment? My leaderboard name on Peloton is Dynamic Rider, 
and my leaderboard name on the rower is Dynamic Rower. Okay. Um, and how did you come up with those? <laughs> not super creative. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not that creative of a guy, but my company is called Dynamic Rentals. Okay. And so we rent out camera equipment to the film industry. Ah. Um, and so because of that, I was not feeling very creative either time coming up with a leaderboard name. Um, so, you know, I thought about for the hydro, I thought about changing it to water break. Oh. You know, so um, I'll just leave everything as, as uh, you know, I, I kind of see like water break could be Tom's, you know, uh, leaderboard name. Because <laughs> uh, I look pregnant. No, I think he was saying because oh. you pee all the time. Oh, I see. <laughs> or you just stop because you need water. You oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you've got a nice uh, symmetry going because yes. if it's dynamic rentals, dynamic rider, dynamic rower, you've got a whole platform right. you can and your, build. And your mind. monogram still works. Exactly. Right? Well, that's good. And then you're a doctor no matter right. where you go. Like this, this is really, I think you haven't thought this through marketing wise. It's like my you, little tip for when you, when you when, travel, when you travel, put down, put down doctor and then they'll give you upgrades because they think you're important. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just to hope that nobody has a heart attack in the lobby. Yeah, and then you, should, like, then you yeah. just say, "Oh, I'm a, uh, I'm well, a psychologist." I'm kind of yeah, I have a PhD. <laughs> yeah. Can sorry, dude. Yeah. PhD in movie making. Right. <laughs> yeah. PhD in nerddom. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, do you have any advice for uh, newbies in uh, in either lane? In either lane, my. I guess my best advice or greatest advice would just be take the plunge. You're not going to regret it, but start slow and just realize that you're not going to conquer mountains right away. I kind of made that mistake a little bit where, you know, on the, not on the hydro, but when I was beta testing the app, you know, I kind of pulled muscles in, in my back a little bit because I didn't have proper form. I even, you know, kind of overdid it on the, the Peloton a little bit. It's one of those things where you know, you don't have to know your limits, but you have to find your limits. And so, you know, that's kind of, I guess, my best advice is don't be intimidated by either because the, you know, the community is growing on both. The community is already uh, massive on Peloton. It's growing quickly on Hydro. So I could see how some people are like, I'm not so sure about about this. Like, even if they want to row or they want to, to bike or they want to run, you know, you're not going to regret the decision. Just get started and, and don't let the stats of, you know, like, Tom, what you said before about, you know, the stats and all of that. Like, you need a, a Ph.D. in chemistry to figure it out <laughs> or math. Don't let that kind of turn you off from it because, you just grow to learn that stuff as you're rowing. It doesn't, you know, those those stats, you can hide everything at the beginning and it doesn't even matter. So it's just, you know, build endurance and you'll feel better, you know, just in general with your life. And almost any hobby has some sort of knowledge barrier at the beginning. Absolutely. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just kind of life. It is. It is. <laughs> but but I think it's it's still good advice to remind people that like you're not alone. Right. And, and like you said, just to, you know, relax and just kind of, Go with it. It's going to be okay. So don't be intimidated. I, th I think that's really good advice. And I think I wish I wish we could somehow get to all the people who just joined and have them hear some of these interviews, because I I feel like they would just feel so much better if they heard everybody saying the same things like we were all there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the OPP yeah. used to be great for that, which yeah, goes back did. to your point of why it's important to find your own community within that community, because it, it scales that audience back down to a reasonable size to where mm -hmm. hopefully you know ends up 
filtering out some of the d bags <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm absolutely fine with you know the the hydro crew facebook group spinning off into a user group following nick or danny or whoever else on the water my goal is to still filter out the d bag so you don't have to do that right <laughs> which is you know? great that's great <laughs> so uh where can people find you on social media dynamicrentals.com in terms of company you know we're on facebook and instagram as that as well not to plug my company too much because it's mm-hmm. more about you know health and fitness type thing but me personally it's just Brandon Zachary on Facebook. I am on Instagram. I rarely post, but I believe I am BJ Zachary. So my middle name is James. So BJ Zachary on Instagram. Yeah, that's uh, basically it where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day. And I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I made it through this entire conversation without making one joke about stroke. I didn't giggle. <laughs> like you said it over and over again. We're very proud of you, yes. Tom. Congratulations. So I deserve a pat on the back. You do. That is impressive. That's very impressive. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us. Yes, thank Absolutely. you. Thanks and for having uh, me on. we might reach out to you again for for tonal. You never know. <laughs> sure. Anytime. But thank you very much. Uh, and this has been really informative and I will keep in touch with you so you know whenever this is going to post and give you all the details about that please do awesome thank you so much thanks crystal thanks tom you're welcome bye so uh, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? We are going to speak to Miranda Williams next week. It is quite the inspirational story. Uh, if you feel like you can't handle something in your life, you need to listen to this episode. Because whatever you are handling, I assure you, Miranda is handling more and and with grace and so she's going to make you feel like you can too that's the great part awesome well we have that to look forward to so until then where can people find you you can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d'okeefe you can find me on twitter or instagram the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe if you want to uh find the show online please do so there's a whole host of places you can uh subscribe and have it delivered to your phone machine (laughs) phone machine (laughs) do that wherever you get your podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify google play spreaker (laughs) that's a thing i know you said it last week it's fun to say (laughs) i I don't know what it's i don't know what it is or if it's worth it but it's fun to say Spreaker. Um, and so while you're there, subscribe. And of course, uh, don't forget our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And of course, sign up for our mailing list at the So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling and running. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me.